Kingdom, this is Celeste, and we are reading through the New Testament together. This year, as we are going through the book of Acts, we are devoting ourselves to the scriptures. We are asking God to open our eyes and to see the big gospel story on display in the New Testament. We want to walk in the places, the sights, and the sounds with Jesus. We want to experience the work of the Spirit through his people as the church is born and to see how that story continues to this very day with us. Today's reading is from week 6, February 28th, and we are reading through 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and 9. Chapter 8. Now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines he knows something... He does not yet know as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by God. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence and that there is no God but one. For although there may be so-called gods in heaven and on earth, as indeed there are many gods and many idols, many lords, yet for us there is only one God, the Father, from whom all things are and for whom we exist, the one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom all things and through whom we exist. However, not all possess this knowledge, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol. And their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, or no better off if we do. But take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will he not be encouraged? if his conscience is weak, to eat food offered to idols? And so by your knowledge, this weak person is destroyed, the brother for whom Christ died? Thus, sinning against your brothers and wounding their consciousness when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble." Chapter 9. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus, our Lord? Are not you my workmanship in the Lord? If to others I am not an apostle, at least I am to you. For you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. This is my defense to those who examine me. Do we not have the right to eat and drink? Do we not have the right to take a believing wife, as do the other apostles and brothers of the Lord and of Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to, to refrain from working for a living? Who, ser- who serves as a soldier At his own expense. Who plants a vineyard without eating any of its fruits? 
or who tends a flock without getting some of the milk? Do I say these things on human authority? Does not the law say the same? For it is written in the law of Moses, you shall not muzzle an ox when it treads the grain. Is it for the ox that God is concerned? Does he not certainly speak for our sake? It was written for our sake because the plowman should plow in hope and the thresher thresh in hope of sharing in the crop. If we have sown spiritual things among you, is it too much if we reap material things from you? If others share with this rightful claim on you, do we not even more? Nevertheless, we have not made use of this right, but we endure anything rather than put an obstacle in the way of the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who are employed in the temple service get their food from the temple and those who serve at the altar share in the sacrificial offerings? In the same way, the Lord commanded that those who proclaim the gospel should get their living by the gospel. But I have not made use of any of these things or any of these rights, nor am I writing these things to secure such a provision. But I have not made use of any of these rights, nor am I writing these things to secure such provision. For I would rather die than have anyone deprive me of my ground for boasting. For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting. For necessary... For necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this of my own will, I will have a reward. But if not my own will, I am still entrusted with the stewardship. What then is my reward? That in my preaching I may present the gospel free of charge, so as not to make full use of my right in the gospel. For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, that I may win more of them. To the Jews I became as a Jew, in order to win the Jews. To those under the law I became as one under the law, though not being myself under the law, that I might win those under the law. To those outside the law I became as one outside of the law, not being outside of the law of God, but under the law of Christ, that I might win those outside the law. To the weak I became weak, that I might win the weak. I became, I have become all things to all people, that by all means I might save some. I do it all for the sake of the gospel, that I might may share with them in its blessing. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I will not box as one beating in the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Thing that draws my attention to this is again going back to we are not living this life for ourselves. We're living it for the sake of the gospel. And how do we encourage others to 
live by the spirit in chapter eight, when he talks about not eating meat, if it causes my brother to stumble, I think that was one of the things that really stood out to me was I have a right to do many things. I have a right to do whatever, but that doesn't matter if it's going to cause someone, even who is a fellow believer who may quote unquote be wrong about something. Um, if that's going to ruin their consciousness before the Lord, I'm not going to do it. So that was just a tidbit that stood out to me. Let me pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you again for the privilege of reading your word. Thank you that we have access to your word in such an easy way um, where we are. And I pray for everyone who is listening to this and hearing this, that you would share um, the things that you want them to see today. We love you so much. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen.